0: Hi, my name is Chanel Howell and welcome to my podcast about all things tea. In this podcast series, I'm going to be talking to tea enthusiasts like myself, tea business owners. Uh, We're going to have a talk about tea culture, tea origins, the medicinal benefits of herbal teas and the wider tea community. (coughs) Hello and welcome to episode 14 of Chanel's Tea Talk. On today's show, I have two guests. I had a lovely chat with Alexander K and Walter Verelst from Satemwati, which is based in Malawi. The Tea Estate is a third-generation family-owned business that produces tea and coffee in the Shire Highlands of Malawi, which was established in 1923. Malawi is the first African country to commercially plant tea. So on that note, here is Alexander and Walter to talk more on Sutenwa Teas. So how are you guys? Hope you guys are fine. Thanks, Thanks for coming Great. on to the Thanks show. Thanks for having um, us. So... I wanted to know a brief history about Setemwa. I know you've been in the family business for three generations on the tea plantation. Yeah, so it
1: was, uh, it was founded in 1923 by my grandfather. And um, yeah, he had come to, to Malawi, Nyasaland in those days. Uh, uh, he'd been offered a job uh, developing a rubber plantation and uh, the job it fell through. The company didn't didn't get going. And um, luckily enough, his brother, who worked for a bank in Scotland, had heard of some some guys planting tea in Malawi. Um, in Malawi, and doing and being quite successful. So he he asked uh, my grandfather if he knew knew where it was. So he kind of. You know, found out about it, and then through that, his brother helped him finance some some land, and originally bought <laughs> a a tobacco farm, which uh, which he developed into into tea over the next sort of couple of years, and phased out the tobacco.
0: Mm-hmm. So and you then, you actually have coffee as well on your plantation as well,
1: right? Yeah. So this this area was uh, originally. Yeah, tobacco and coffee, and then the coffee sort of phased out. Um, it's a similar situation to Sri Lanka, actually, where where rust came in. So Sri Lanka was, was a big coffee-growing country prior to tea, and Malawi was very similar, so there was coffee grown in this area and tobacco. And then but by the time my grandfather started, the, the coffee was already um, sort of wiped out, really, from disease and... Um, and so that's when the tea started, yeah. And then we reintroduced coffee in the early 1970s. And then, oh, wow, uh, okay. Still growing it today.
0: Is it more 50-50 tea and coffee, or is it more tea and a little bit of coffee?
1: Yes, it's about 5% uh, coffee, mm, so oh, okay. mostly tea. Mm. The coffee works quite well because it's, uh, we harvest in our winter, such as it is. No snow—that's <laughs> for sure. But um, it is a sort of cooler, cooler, drier period in uh, May, mm-hmm. June, July, and that's when uh, the coffee ripens. So it's quite good in terms of workflows and being able to offer work to to people. So it's less seasonal because we can um, offer work in the coffee once the tea's uh, tea harvest is finished. A lot of people move to harvest coffee.
0: And what type of teas do you specialize in? All types of like doing
1: green tea, doing a black tea. Yeah, so you know, traditionally, when the when um, when we started here, it was all it was all for black tea, you know, for the UK market mm-hmm. originally, and the factory was built here in 1938. Prior to that, um, used to just sell green leaf to other factories. And uh, then that would have been an orthodox factory. And then with the changing trends towards uh, tea bags, more finer fannings and dust grades, it converted to CTC, CTC. Yeah, in, the, in the 1970s. Yes. And then uh, there was all black tea throughout until about uh, 2007 or so, we started experimenting with, with trying to make white teas.
0: Okay, it's quite recent. Yeah,
1: and then um, from white teas, and we we reintroduced orthodox black teas, and then went into green teas. The green teas have been, uh, we make quite a lot of green tea now, but it's been one of the most challenging, really, for us because, you know, we didn't have the right varieties, didn't have the expertise, so we've had to kind of develop techniques that will work with our sort of uh, many black tea varietals.
0: Mm-hmm. And and Walter, so you're in Belgium, so you're kind of managing more the EU side, the European side.
2: Yeah, I lived in Malawi for about six years. Okay. Since five years, I'm back uh, based in Belgium, and I'm running the Satemwa Europe office. And from Europe, we serve okay. Europe, mm-hmm. we serve the UK, and uh, we also uh, ship to, um, to the US from there. So, um, yeah, for us, it was important uh, to to get to know these specialty buyers um, and to be closer to them so we, that we could talk to them, that we could hear uh, what they were looking for, um, uh, what kind of needs, how they wanted to have it packed. Uh, a lot of details uh, were important and also to bring the cost down because in the beginning when we were shipping, yeah, it was air freight and... The effort is just yeah, killing the price, making Malawi teas not competitive. And it's rare and special, but terribly expensive. And uh, by organizing and by learning every day how to yeah make more efficiencies there, and, and, and we ship regular containers from Malawi to uh, our own direct stock in, in uh, Antwerp or close to Antwerp. Um, that brings our tea yeah more accessible easier to to buy even yeah for smaller uh, tea companies uh, that want to offer a new or non-traditional orthodox origin so that's what we try to uh, to do yeah
0: yeah that's that's really great and how's that going like the european market so far we have
2: seen it we have seen it growing and uh, of course uh, one of the one of the reasons was our existing Early, early adopting customers like uh, Rare Tea Company, yes, uh, yeah. still supporting us uh, big time. But over time, we um, we um, we managed to invite uh, different other buyers from other tea companies uh, all over all over Europe, from France, Germany, Belgium, the Netherlands, um, and they came to visit Malawi. And we have seen that that's very important that people. One one part of the specialty teas is the taste, but the second part is also that you want to know where your products are coming from. Yes, um, yes. Who's the farmer? Mm. Uh, who are the people working on the farm? Um, how the tea is processed? Uh, which cultivar? So that that part is is very important. So
0: um yeah people are more aware of where their stuff yeah. is coming from they want to know they want to see the social media now yeah. you know youtube so people want to be a bit more involved in yeah behind the scenes
2: no and, and, and initiatives like you're doing podcasts, talking going a little bit more in depth that's what i think more and more people um, like to to hear because at the end of the day yeah that that's that's the current trend. people want to know where their products are coming from, and, and want to know what they are drinking, um, and who made it, and and we organize different tours to Malawi uh, oh. with uh, tea enthusiasts and buyers and uh, a whole mix of tea tea loving people, um, and then they come to Malawi. We show them around. Yeah, they can go wherever they they want. Basically, no little track or follow the leader. No, they mm-hmm. can. They can jump around and, and, and really experience the, the tea life and the estate life. Um,
0: nice. So if I wanted to get some Malawian tea, what would you recommend for a first time Malawi tea taster like depends, myself?
2: Depends a bit on uh, what you like. If you like white teas, then we have some. Uh...
0: What's the speciality? What's a good speciality signature Malawian tea?
2: Uh There is the, the, the Satemwa antlers, which is okay. a white processed uh, twig tea. That's quite a, a, a special okay, one. Wow. It's comparable mm. with uh, kokuchi, kokicha. Um But the Kokucha okay, is, yes, yes. is, is a processed... The Japanese one. Uh, it's a Japanese tea, but it's processed. Yes. And what mm-hmm. makes our Satemwa antlers unique is that it's white tea processed. So it's also the stem. But it's not a side product of uh, another process, which is quite rare, I think. We can't make a lot of it, but um, Uh it has a very sweet uh, Frenchy penny notes. uh, Mm. uh, Yeah, sweet character, yeah.
0: Sounds like my cup of tea.
2: Yeah.
0: (laughs) 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 What's it called again?
2: Satemwa Antlers.
0: Satemwa Antlers, okay. Is there like a signature black tea as well that you have?
2: Um. At the moment, there is a very nice Vumwe handmade treasure.
0: Okay. Oops. And
2: Vumwe refers to the the cultivar we are using. And uh, instead of calling it a very boring uh, scientific uh, name like PC popular cultivar one seven nine or whatever, um, we uh, we decided not to. Uh, <laughs> Bother our customers and just referring to uh, little towns around Satemois uh, to that's indicate a good idea specific yeah, specific um, cultivars uh, yes. and that gives a very peachy peachy character uh, so it's um very fruity stone fruit peachy mm-hmm. we can't make a um, we can't make it all year long but mm-hmm. uh, we need a few sunny hours uh, and sunny days before but um yeah, that's uh, definitely a signature black tea.
0: Mhm. Wow, that sounds really nice. I have to cop some. So, yeah. are you are you guys related? No,
2: I'm not. Uh, I'm okay. not related to Alexander. I'm uh, <laughs> I'm I'm Belgian. Uh, Alexander is Malawian. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> so, how did you get involved in in the tea business, Walter? If you don't mind me so, asking. So,
2: I met I met Alexander in Malawi. And I was doing a, a consultancy for the smallholder farmers around Satemwa. And they wanted to set up their own tea brand. Um, and that's my background is marketing and sales. I was working for uh, Mars and Johnson & Johnson and these American uh, companies. Uh-huh. Um, and, and so one of the consultancy jobs was uh, to help Satemwa and the smallholders to work together. And set up their own retail-ready tea brand, which was called Yamba, Yamba Tea. And so the, the smallholder farmers they all have about half a hectare of tea and they would um, grow the tea, bring it to the factory. Satema would process the tea and would pack it for them in their packaging that they designed. And then Satemwa would help to distribute the teas in the Malawian and in the Zambian uh, retail supermarkets basically. Um, and then for each packet, the Satemba would sell. They would get the smallholder farmers would get a royalty. So, by a relatively very small uh, capital of the, capital investment or almost a non-existing capital investment, the smallholders could own their own brand and could move up a little bit in the value chain. Because that's the problem with a lot of these smaller farmers associations: they produce tea, and that goes to the the green leaves go to the um, The factories and afterwards it gets sold in the auction, but they don't really see extra cash because all the value gets added by, for example, PG tips. So the smallholders and the farmers, roughly, if you look at the CTC value chain, they get roughly about 3% of the total value chain. Of course
0: that's probably just the the admin side not the tea pickers i'm sure and you know like the lower end
2: yeah they will even get less so the factory is the producer with with the factory um if you look at that price uh they would get about three percent of that value chain so that's that's one of the the aims for satemo so that was my first encounter with with the tea world and 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 alexander and then we started chatting to see, yeah, how I could uh, maybe help them with the distribution and the setup for the local tea and coffee sales, because we also do a little bit of coffee, uh, but also with the export. Um, and that's the specialty tea side. So um, I started doing that from, from Malawi and we were sending a lot of samples out to offices uh, in, in Germany and in the UK and, and, and all over. But a lot of the time, the sample boxes ended up on a desk. And then you email them or you try to phone them with uh, basic internet from Malawi. Like, did you have the time to taste the samples? And then most of the time, the answer was, no, 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 I'm busy. I will revert later. So that was always a difficult one. So then when I went on holidays to visit family and friends from Malawi, uh, from Malawi to, to Belgium, then I took always two suitcases full of samples and then part of my holiday was to go and visit hamburg to go and visit uh, london uh, paris and to try and meet the buyers and to taste together with them and and to tell the story and then we have seen that that was necessary to do the actual sales and to yeah to explain what we were doing and, and to inspire them how they could use our teas in their assortment etc so that's what we did and then um, we also spoke with, we, we spoke with a few of the bigger, bigger specialty buyers like Palais de Thé, uh, Georges Canon, uh, Maria Frères. So we spoke to them and that's, yeah, that, that's, that's one, one way. But you also need a lot of the smaller tea shops, loose leaf tea shops uh, around the corner that you, you want to uh, serve. And, and, and we, um, we definitely need these smaller tea shops because they have the time to tell the story, and we think that's very important um and and so we decided to set up a, a little office in in yeah, um, in Belgium and to ship some stock uh for to serve these smaller smaller customers so that these customers can buy three kilograms or or five kilograms and then repack it or put mm-hmm. it in their tins and then resell it. Um, in little pouches of, of, of 20 grams or 100 grams or um, so and and yeah having the office in 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 europe for example with covid um that was quite important to uh, because a lot of the origins had problems to with logistics to ship out their uh, products to uh to consuming countries like europe and, and the us um we were a little bit lucky that we had that stock close to Antwerp, um, yeah. which was sufficient to mm-hmm. to make sure all the online shops and 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 the retailers uh, that were still open in this lockdown lockdown uh, environment <laughs> could still serve our tea. So that was um, that that that's one advantage of, of having um, having a little office here. Um, but also, yeah, to like I already mentioned, to be closer to these uh, customers and also consumers, because that's the problem if you are
0: yes, yes. on the
2: estate. Like Alexander, um, he's very—it's quite far away. It's very far away, so you don't really know what's going on. Is green tea trendy? Does it need to be big or just small leaves or? Um, it's very difficult to 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 learn that you can go to a trade show uh, once in a year or twice in a year but still having having your eyes and ears where the consumers are that's that's important Um, and that feedback needs to go back to the tasters and to the tea makers um, and that's what we we think is an advantage of 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 having presence here in um, not a lot of other estates are doing it yeah it's important
0: it's very important you guys are forward thinking i don't know
2: for us it was for (laughs) malawi uh, we were forward thinking because like alexa alexander also mentioned we are the only estate uh, producing orthodox at the moment Mm -hmm. Um, In in malawi yeah so there are great uh, other African colleagues in Kenya. They produce lovely orthodox teas. Tanzania is working on it. Rwanda, of yeah. course. Um, yeah, Rwanda. Yeah. So it's popping up, and that's also important. We we really want to encourage uh, that as well, and we want we 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 group together. It's it's still early days, so um, um, but but we think that African tea. Uh, community needs to come there. Africa needs to be put on yes. on the map, uh, and also needs his place in the tea shops. Um, and yes. You see that you see that coming. Um, so a lot of the the specialty uh, wholesalers and and specialty uh, retailers uh, with specialty shops where you can buy the twenty grams, they have it in their assortment. They have. Uh, a Malawi tea, they have a Rwanda tea, they have a Kenyan tea. So uh, it starts. And of course, we can't really compete with 5,000 years of history with Chinese teas. Um, no, but...
0: but I mean, it doesn't matter. People will still be interested, I think. Exactly. Once they know about it and exposed to it, I think people are. It depends on what their palate is, but I'm sure people are open to try these. Yeah, things.
2: and it's it's trying, and it's also so, some teas are for different moments. Like you would like a, a black builder's yes. tea uh, to to wake yeah. up in the morning, but in the afternoon you like a very. Smooth, uh, light, white, something or Sencha or something.
0: Or Accenture or exactly, something, yeah. and
2: and and in the evenings, you like something. You want to shake a cocktail, and you use a, a pour or something <laughs> with whiskey and, and yes. ginger. you come. Yeah. Uh, it can go crazy, but um, a lot of different moments, a lot of different teas.
0: Yeah, I mean, in my cupboard, I've got loads of teas from all over the world. So it depends what mood I'm in. You just drink what's there. Obviously, you have your favorites, yeah. but. Yeah. you know it's, it's always good to discover new teas yes yeah. so where where could i buy your tea in europe where where is it more accessible so um
2: we work we most of the time we sell to resellers um so i already mentioned a few like rare tea company palette tea um, yes yeah but you also yeah. have a few online shops watcha uh, watcha.com, that's an online an online Watcha. platform in the UK. You have what else is there? Simon Leveld is there, Georges Canon is there, uh, Nunchen is there a French, uh, French brand. Uh, you have Kanté, for example, that's also a French new upcoming brand. Um,
0: Okay, a lot of French companies. uh, Yeah, a
2: few English. Comin's Tea, for example. Comin's Tea, uh, a UK-based company. In uh, Spain, you can buy with Sans Sans. Um, Okay. That's a Spanish specialty tea company. Um, So... In Poland, you can buy in wow, uh, in okay. Czech Republic, you can buy in Germany. Germany a few, uh, for example, Tea Addicts, very nice uh, young young dynamic company. Uh, they are selling some of our Zomba pearls, um, a hand rolled white tea. Um, so that's
0: so you just got to know where to kind of shop, then basically.
2: Yeah, and we also have a, a little online shop. Um, where you can buy some micro lots that we do not offer to our resellers but um, where you yeah once we have a rarity or a lot uh, we think is so unique then um, we sell it on our own little online shop most of the time for people uh, that came to Malawi or have connections with us or um so that's yeah, just a, a rarity cabinet uh, <laughs> online uh where you can buy some <laughs> September teas Very direct nice.
0: nice. So I was gonna ask as my last question actually. Uh, where are September I mean are they doing any online events or any
2: Yeah, any, we we did know. one yesterday with the Canadian with the Canadian Tea Association.
0: Yes, and I saw that on your Instagram, yes.
2: Yeah, so that was quite uh, quite fun. Um, we did. We are part of the European Specialty Tea Association, which is a, a great uh, uh, association that is um, now running for two years. So we became uh, a producer member, um, which yeah, it's 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 really yeah, it's it's a nice organization to be part of. Um, and we did an online webinar with them uh, last last month uh and for the rest we are planning to do some zoom zoom tasting sessions uh so where we pick a tea and then we make little movies how the tea is made and then people that's can nice. order in advance a little sample pack uh at a subsidized uh, kind of giveaway price just to make it a little bit more interactive uh, so that's something we plan to do in march um and
0: i'll be joining the yeah. next one if it's possible yeah
2: we will <laughs> <laughs> we will send uh we will send the samples so uh, so you can and i think that can be short 15 minutes and then just have a chat with alexander in malawi and uh, uh about how the tea is made and
0: nice yeah. so how would that be advertised would that be only for a certain
2: amount of people i think we will put it on the instagram and then uh Maybe send it to some uh, some of our uh, yeah some uh, our newsletter database, but uh, on our social media it will be advertised on the website and then we uh we plan two, three weeks in advance so that we have time to okay. send the samples and then mm-hmm. um, that's nice we have a chat and a sip from home
0: yeah. <laughs> Count count me in on okay, that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I I listened to a, the T Biz podcast yesterday with um some of the founders from um Tea. and I thought that was a really nice podcast as well. Really was in, inspired by that podcast. Okay, cool. By the um yeah. So T-Biz. I think that
2: was with Jordan Price from um, the honorary consul from Malawi. Is that possible? Yeah. Yes. So, yes. Um, yeah, he's, uh, he's a strong ambassador for Malawi Teeth. Uh, and um, yeah, that's also a nice, nice podcast indeed.
0: So thank you. Thank you. Say thank you again to Alexander. I really appreciate it. Thanks. Yeah. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to today's show. Make sure you check out Satemwa Tea's website at satemwa.com, which is satemwa s a t e m w a .com. And make sure you check out their social media outlets. Please like, share, and subscribe to the podcast and also share with your tea friends. So, on that note, I'll be back again next week with another interesting guest from the tea world. So until then, bye.